Hello, and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. I'm Bruce Edwards. Inflation can determine a currency's purchasing power. High inflation means rising prices. But what drives inflation differs from region to region. And in this podcast, we look at how those drivers are changing in sub-Saharan Africa. If demand is driving inflation, then the central bank can dampen the surge in that demand. So it gives policymakers greater latitude in the fight against inflation. Oral Williams is Deputy Division Chief in the IMF's Africa Department and Mission Chief for Malawi. He recently co-authored a new research paper on the topic. Uh, why is it that, that countries set inflation targets? Uh, wouldn't it uh, make sense to try and keep inflation as low as possible? Countries set inflation targets because they want to anchor expectations. Uh, when I say countries, I particularly refer to central banks. Most central banks have the mandate of price stability. So those central banks that are more sophisticated and more evolved and have capacity tend to set targets to guide the market, to anchor future expectations. Sometimes they are misses, but then you have a communication uh, with the market to say, well, we missed it because of this reason. So that way, it doesn't seem like um, there was a discretionary motive for missing the target. But most developing countries, um, and particularly in sub-Saharan Africa, are not there yet. So, so it, traditionally in, in, in the region, in sub-Saharan Africa, what are the drivers of, of inflation? And is that dynamic changing? And how is it changing? Well, most in the past, most of the causes uh, were what we call supply shocks related to production shortfalls. Um, as you know, most of these countries, uh, have agriculture plays a very large role in these economies. So you have a drought, a flood, um, some catastrophe, there's a shortfall, food inflation goes up, and food in the consumption basket in a lot of times is like half of it. So any shortage and a spike in prices quickly feeds through to headline inflation. So a headline inflation being what? Being the, the overall level of inflation that you observe in the country. Um, and also in addition to that, um, central banks in the past financed the deficit, the fiscal deficit. And so by printing money, that quickly injected liquidity into the economy and increased um, aggregate demand, and that led to high inflation as well. Now, over time, this has changed. Why, why is that? I think one of the things that has taken place is that you've had a transition to more democratically elected governments, and that has brought stability. Uh, you've had fewer uh, civil wars that have been disruptive and displaced large amounts of population. I think with the the, the lower incidence of this over time has been conducive to the production of agricultural crops in a much more stable environment. Now, also, um, what has happened, we've seen that um, from about 2000, global inflation has gone down. And given that a lot of countries have become more integrated in the global economy, 
that imported component of inflation has also gone down. Does it have more to do with the global markets or is regional integration having a, an impact on that as well? Well, trade between countries can also be give rise to a source of um, inflation as well. So to the extent that you're trading with neighbors that have less inflation, you would also benefit from that. But more generally, intra-regional trade in sub-Saharan Africa um, is, is not significant with the exception of perhaps the South African Custom Union and the East African community. And in the case of the East African community, because they pursue similar policy frameworks, um, they all have more or less single-digit inflation. So they would benefit from lower inflation if they're importing from each other. But I think the biggest factors has been um, one that the role of supply shocks, i.e. shocks to output, have diminished as maybe as countries have diversified their economies even more. And also the global dimension of, of with global inflation coming down, um, this has helped tremendously in terms of what drives inflation in sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, and so th this changing dynamic from a, a supply uh, to a more of a demand-driven um, inflation rate. Is that, is that good news? Is that something healthy that's happening yeah, in the I economy? I think that's good because what, what that says is that now central banks can use their toolkit to address demand management issues. So if demand is driving inflation, let's say, from credit growth, um, there's been, for instance, um, too much credit in the economy and there is... Um, greater demand that's putting pressure on prices, then the central bank can use the interest rate, um, higher interest rates, to, to because it would affect the cost of goods and services, to, to dampen the surge in that demand. Um, also, it will also send a signal to, to households and firms that the central bank is committed to its mandate of preserving um, price stability. So it gives um, policymakers greater latitude in the, in the fight against inflation. That was Oral Williams, IMF Mission Chief for Malawi and co-author of a new research paper on the drivers of inflation in Sub-Saharan Africa. You can read the full report at imf.org. You can also hear more podcasts like this one while you're there or go to soundcloud.com slash imf dash podcasts.